and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. Welcome back to our continuing study on the pastoral epistles. This is the study on 1st and 2nd Timothy and the book of Titus. These letters were specifically written, as we've said already, to young pastors that they might know what God would have them to say and what God would have them to preach. In our study today, we will be looking at chapter 4 of 1 Timothy. In the study of, past, of the pastoral epistles, we must always keep in mind that Paul, the apostle, is giving instructions to young Timothy, instructions for his ministry, how he is to carry on his ministry. Now, in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1, we read, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So he starts out by saying, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. That word now points back to the previous chapters and the conclusion of them. He says, the Spirit speaketh expressly. The Spirit of God speaks plainly, so that there's no question about what he's saying to us. So there's no question as to what we are supposed to be doing or not doing. This is the teaching of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is our comforter, the Bible tells us in John chapter 16, verses 7 through 11. Listen to what it says. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples. And when he has come, that is the Holy Ghost, when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. He's going to bring conviction of sin because they believe not on me, the sin of not believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, of righteousness because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. The Holy Ghost of God convicts us as to what righteousness is. Though we do not have the Lord Jesus Christ living right before our eyes as they did in that day. And then he goes on to say of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. The Bible is very clear about those three subjects. And if we are what we ought to be as God's people and as God's preachers, then we are to follow the leadership and teaching of the Holy Ghost of God. We are to obey him immediately. No delay in our obedience. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4 says this. Look it up in your Bible. Listen to what it says. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of the power. You see, Paul said that what he was teaching and preaching was not something dreamed up in his own head or in the heads of some man. It was not with enticing words. Words that are used in order to trick people, to deceive people, 
Paul wasn't trying to deceive anybody. But there are those who go about trying to deceive. And Paul warns about them in Romans chapter 16, verses 17 through 19. Look it up in your Bible and listen to what he says. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. These are preachers who come preaching those things which are contrary to the preaching and the doctrine that, that had been delivered to the church already. For they that are such, he goes on to say, serve not our Lord Jesus Christ. They're not serving God. We have many like that today who come around and want to teach and preach things that the Bible doesn't say. And they want us to believe that they are preachers of God, but they're not. And what are we to do? We're to avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. They're not serving God. They're serving themselves. They're serving their own appetites. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. There's those enticing words he was talking about. These come with enticing words. They entice people by using fair speech, things that won't offend them, things that won't upset them, things that appeal to the flesh. For your obedience, he goes on to say, is come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. In other words, in very simple terms, we're not to study evil. We're to study the things that are good. And those are the things that agree with the Word of God. Then he goes on to say in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1, that in the latter times, when we talk about the latter times, we're talking about the day and time in which we live. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, 1 to 7, Paul talks about the last days. Paul didn't use that expression, last days, here. These are the times leading up to the day of the Laodicean church age the time we live in today. Then he says, some will depart from the faith. Not all are going to remain true to the word of God. There are going to come some who depart, some who set aside the faith. These are those who turn their backs on Jesus and his words. They preach, they come preaching another gospel which Galatians talks about in Galatians chapter 1, verses 8 through 9. Paul says, But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Pretty strong words. You say, he didn't really mean that. Well, let's see if he did. As we said before, he's repeating himself, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that which ye have received, let him be accursed. 
Did Paul mean what he said? Absolutely. He said, if anybody comes preaching to you another gospel, don't listen to him. Let him be accursed. Stay away from him. Turn your back on him, even as he has turned his back upon the truth of the word of God. Titus chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 4. Look it up. Paul speaks to us saying, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. There's his qualifications and his authority. According to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness. You see, that which is after godliness is the truth. It says in verse 4, to Titus, mine own son, after the common faith. That is, Titus was somebody that Paul led to Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 23, he says, If ye continue in the faith, grounded and settled, stay with the faith, stay in the truth of the doctrines that you've received, stay in the truth of the gospel message, be grounded in it, be settled in it, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Paul said, I'm a minister of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are to stay with the gospel. Don't forsake it. Don't listen to somebody who has forsaken it. Don't listen to somebody who's trying to lead you away from the gospel. In Philippians chapter 1 and verse 27, we read, Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ is to dictate our lifestyle, our conversation. It's to dictate how we live, what we say, what we teach, what we preach. He goes on to say that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. That which we are to be striving for is to stay true to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's what we are to fight for as good soldiers of Jesus Christ. The next part of 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1 is, he says, giving heed to seducing spirits. He's talking about those who have departed from the faith. They give heed to seducing spirits. In place of listening to God's words, they listen to the devils and the words of the devils. Devils that would deceive, devils that would deceive and seduce the people of God, changing the message of God for that which is not a gospel at all. These devils will seek to draw men away from the truth of God's words. You see, 
The one thing we're to stand for is right here. God's words. God's words are what the King James Bible is. It's God's infallible, inerrant words that we are to stand for and stand to and strive for and not be deceived and not be drawn away from. These devils will use their preachers to trick men into believing that God doesn't mean what he says in his words or that God, that God didn't preserve his words for us as we find in the King James Bible. We have a lot of words today that are being passed off as the words of God. These are the translations that men have made to deceive, taking away from the scriptures. These preachers corrupt God's words. Listen, corruption is a terrible thing. It's a poisonous thing. And it's especially poisonous when it comes to corrupting the word of God. But that's what these do. The Apostle Paul says that we're not as many which corrupt the word of God. You see, there were those back then that were trying to corrupt the word of God. And there are those today. But he says, as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, speak we in Christ. You see, we're to be sincere and know that we're speaking in the sight of God and that we're to speak in Christ according to the word of God. These spirits are out to deceive, and they're successful in some cases. They certainly are successful. These are those which go about to beguile unstable souls. They trick weaker Christians, and they trick this world into believing that God doesn't mean what he says. That we don't have the very words of God. But these are the things found in here. They're just the ideas of men. Like any other book. Like Shakespeare. Or any other book you want to name. Paul says we're not like that. But these spirits are like that. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 1 to 3 says. Would to God ye should bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me. Paul says, hang on, for I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. His whole purpose in winning people to Christ was to bring them to the Savior and to present them chaste and clean before the Savior. But he says, but I fear. He's some, there's something he's afraid of here, and we should be afraid of. Lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, tricked her 
seduced her, deceived her, that your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity which is in Christ. Ah, the Word of God, it's, it's simplicity. It comes across the gospel of Christ. It comes across the simplicity of it. And men are afraid of its simplicity today. And they go about trying to deceive by adding things to the gospel of Christ. Adding works. The works of the flesh. We have those who go about today teaching a uh, lordship salvation, saying that, that you have to make Christ Lord of your life. You couldn't make Christ Lord if you tried. He makes himself Lord. He is Lord, whether you make him Lord or not. Whether I make him Lord or not. We have those that go about with a repentance-style salvation, saying you have to repent of all your sins. Certainly we have to turn to Christ, and that's repentance in itself. And turning to Christ, we turn from our sin. But we couldn't, we couldn't confess all our sins to God, no matter how we tried. But my brother, let me tell you something. The day will come after you get saved, when you begin to think on those things of the past, and you'll have to bring them to God to have them cleansed. 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 14 says, Having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, and heart they have exercised with covetous practices. And then he says they're cursed children. They've been tricked. They've been deceived. Or they are trying to trick people and deceiving people. They've exercised themselves with covetous practices. Covetousness in the Bible is stated as being idolatry. And it says they're cursed children. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast on the pastoral epistles. Before you hit that exit button, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe to the John Cook Ministries podcast and you will get the next lesson just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. God bless. Till the next video.